All right, so there's a ton of big things happening right now. We're going to get to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge here in a minute, which is May 30th. That's today. If you're listening to this at some other point, just pretend it's May 30th. But we're all back together for the first time in what feels like quite a while. Uh, and first of all, let me be the first to say thank you to the folks over at Carolyn Johns for hosting Phil and I um, for Free Comic Book Day 2019. We recorded three shows, two of which are very good. Um, <laughs> and uh, we had a lot of fun out there. Thanks to everyone who stopped by, especially the guys over at Comics Generally, Blake and Josh. Uh, it was really fun hanging out with you guys, so I hope that we, we could do that again soon. But I've been dying to ask Tim a couple of questions. He went ahead and he signed up for the DC Universe. And my, my, my thought is that was primarily to get Young Justice the first half of that season, right? Absolutely. Okay. You did watch Titans. I did. What did you think of Titans? Um, what, what's your first rule of a fan film? Ah, do not make a fan film. <laughs> that being said, that was the greatest fan film I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a really interesting way of putting it. That was one of those, okay, so right away, I'm glad I knew, and I'll say this, for all the crap we gave that trailer that dropped last summer with Robin saying F Batman, I was very glad we got that, because had I gone into that expecting the George uh, Perez, Marv Wolfman Teen Titans, I would have been furious, but I didn't. I still am not quite sure what to make of that first season of Titans. I really, boy, that's a great question. And the funny thing is, I watched it so long ago. I have a friend of mine who uh, is watching it right now. And he's talking about things. I'm like, I don't remember. It It was, I remember watching it. It was, <coughs> it was okay. Um, I remember watching that first fight scene with Robin. It was super violent. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck is going on? But it didn't bother me as much as I thought it would. Okay. Um, I thought some of the editing was really, really choppy. Yes. Um, lots of things just didn't make sense. Some of the, some of the CGI was <laughs> cringeworthy. Questionable, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It, like I said, really, it almost felt fan filmish to me what did you think of jason todd when he showed up when he showed up and he took out the police i was so oh the with the police thing yeah yeah that was that was brutal. i mean it was it was brutal and it was it definitely fits the character <coughs> um yes so i was okay with that intrigued for a season two no no if i still have my subscription I'll check it out. You hear what's happening with it already? Uh, they cast someone as Bruce Wayne, I No, heard. yeah, there's a Bruce Wayne. I guess he's from Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, really but no, old. the entire service is uh, supposedly by the end of the year is going to be rolled into one giant Warner Brothers. Okay. Whatever that means. I don't know. I, I feel That's a like good that move. I don't I know. I do. I really have enjoyed the DC universe so far. I think it's the best named of the streaming services. I'm pointing a finger at you, Disney plus. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's, but I, I don't know how I feel about Titans young justice real quick. Uh, great. Fantastic. Um, not as good as the first, uh, two seasons. We're only halfway through though, right? Correct. Next month or July is yeah. when the next season drops. Um, 
still great. Ethan, my son, he had a problem with um, Nightwing at the beginning. Um, kind of almost the way I have a problem with Dick Grayson in Titans. Yeah. He was just like, uh, in Young Justice, he's like, Nightwing wouldn't do that. He, like, like turned people away, saying, I can't help you. I won't help you. Right. And he did that in Young uh, Justice. And kind of uh, Dick Grayson in Titans was doing the same thing. And I remember watching that, and I'm going, nah, it's very out of character. And, like, it, Ethan called it out on Young Justice. And I go, you know what? <coughs> You're right. Because to me, he's, like, he's, like, the po- he's a positive force. You know, all right, things may be tough, but, you know, we're going to get this done, you know? So, I don't know. Um, Did you check out Doom Patrol? No. Are you planning on it? <laughs> well, I keep looking at it here and there. Here's the thing. I thought Doom Patrol was so horrible in the Titans episode. Do you agree with me that that was... Bad. That was a complete misstep. And, and just so, I don't know if you're aware of this, most of the people, with the exception of Rita Farr, are not the care, are not cast in the, the show itself. Okay. In fact, Timothy Dalton is Niles Calder. All right. Um, is there, do you, you, please check it out. I, I'll say this. It is Twin Peaks thinks this show is weird. Okay. <laughs> it is wacky, weird, emotional, gripping, sad. It's a long burn. I think it's 15 episodes, so it's a little bit longer than some of the other seasons, like these, like... Um, it's really that long? It's a 15-episode season. you're turning me off. <laughs> and it's going to take you a while, but there's going to be a moment or two where you're going to just suddenly sit back and you're going to realize, oh my God, I love this show. I And let me just say one of the... So. Let me say this. One of the great villains in tv history get out of here no get, I, I, come on i mean uh, we're re- re- we are re-watching deadwood i mean this is al swearingen level uh, uh and it, there's not a there's come not on. this no, is high praise by, dude. by the come by the on. no i'm serious it's you're you're not gonna think so at first okay and by the way the, the effects in this light years ahead of what they were in titans okay um Mr. Nobody, played by Alan Tudyk, a name you'll recognize, a face you'll recognize, if you're especially a Firefly fan. He's Mr. Disney voice actor now. Um, he's Wash in Firefly. Okay. Yeah. He um, he plays Mr. Nobody. He, and, and you're not going to get a whole lot of him up front, and the, 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 the special effects on him are disquieting, to say the least. When you see him show up, you're like, you're, you're, you don't know what to make of it. It's a little weird. Okay. As the season goes on and the more of him you get, you you look at this and you go, this guy is operating on a level way above what I've seen in even some of the movies. It is, I'm telling you what, if nothing else, get through that first half of that season and I'm telling you, you're going to love that show. All right, you have a good track record with me, so I'll give you that. It's really, really (laughs) weird. Okay. Really weird, bizarre, strange, inexplicable. Um, I don't want to spoil anything because there, there are, oh, there is a horde of butts, rear ends, asses that when they spread their cheeks, <laughs> they are toothed to the max and they devour people. Oh, I'm now I'm in. You now should be. Now you got me. I was going to say. <laughs> and that's just, 
the tip of the iceberg. Brendan Fraser is Robot Man. Right. As a voice actor, he's wonderful in this. All right. He's he's very I Brendan like Fraser-y. This is... Everyone in this show is acting at top notch. But the reason we're here... Hold and on, I'm, real quick, before you changed... I please want... give to him... And I, uh, before you... Like, let me say this. You know how I always say, I'll give a show three episodes... Doom Patrol, you got to give it like six. Okay, and that's a that's a big ask. All I understand right. that, but I, I'm Are telling hour long episodes. Yeah, that's six hours of your life. That's right? it's, <laughs> it, I, I think Phil's that, trying to get me not to. I think day, Tim. that it's one of those things that towards the end, you you may not feel like it towards the end, but once you get to the end, you're gonna go. That was amazing. All right. I, I like. Please say what you're gonna say. I, I, first of all, I like Phil's idea. Watch it at work. That's I think yeah, that's what work he, day, I yeah. think that's what he yeah, was telling yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. Just one day. That's exactly what he was. Yeah, telling get paid me. for it. And two, going back to Titans, what I really liked about Titans, really really liked, was Hawk and Dove. Yeah, they were cool. And I love. they're back. I love that episode. They're back in what season two? Season two. I want a Hawk and Dove series. Yeah, that was fantastic. Or Rose. just cast that guy as. Batman, because that dude is awesome. And speaking of which, <laughs> your reactions to Robert Pattinson nope. as Batman. So, here, since I haven't had much to add, my initial reaction was, oh, huh? but then I remembered how I responded when Heath Ledger was supposed to be the Joker. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. So, I don't, I think the thing is, though, I'm so far removed from the DCU that I don't want anything to do with the movie to begin with, even though it's Fair Batman. Point. Adding his name to it isn't helping the cause. Right. But again, I, I could be surprised, like I was with Heath Ledger. I, I, I don't know, but I just Twilight doesn't need to be in Batman. Tim is our resident Batman expert. Do you think that casting him... For are they doing it for shock factor to get people interested because they've had such problems with the DC? I just thought of that right now when Phil was talking. That's a really is just just to get people interested in again. Have we gone that far down with Batman like, that we have to make a shock casting announcement just to get people interested? Right, exactly. Like I gotta see this, you know that type of thing. Because like I only know him from Twilight, so based on that, yeah, I'm horrified. But again, but the was Heath Ledger. His fault, right? No, no. I would. I know him as Cedric Diggory. <laughs> oh, very That's good. Fair. That is I fair just enough. go to that. <laughs> he was fine as as he that. Was and um, I forget that was him. Right. Right. Well, well, it's... and maybe that's a good thing because he was so good in the role. <laughs> I don't know, very but I we started uh, me and a friend at work started doing a little bit of research and I've even seen some articles saying movies you need to see with Robert Patterson. Um is it Patterson? Pattinson. Pattinson. Um <coughs> and they named the list some uh, some movies and anyway, I watched some trailers I'm like maybe, you know. Here's my point. He is Edward Cullen from Twilight. My wife's a big Twilight fan. Sure. I've seen all the movies. They're not okay. good. They're not his fault. No. Not his fault. Um, you can only do so much with poor writing. Right. I mean, it's... I I don't know. I I, I mean, Ben Affleck was Batman. Right. Damn, My, remember the freak Michael out Keaton. with Keaton. Yeah. Michael Keaton. Just... Everyone freaked out about Michael Keaton. You're absolutely right. I didn't mean to step on your toes there. No, no. Yeah, here's the thing. If the movie's good, and the script is good, and, the, and it's a well-made movie, he's going to be great. Yeah. Everyone's going to love him. Everyone's going to eat crow. Um, 
if the movie sucks, he is going to take an unholy amount of crap, and it's going to be all his fault. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very much like a quarterback in, in football. If When you're doing great, if, if it's, uh, it's all the quarterback. When you're doing poorly, it's all the quarterback. Here's the thing. Have gonna... they made an official announcement? Yeah, it's him. Okay. It's, it's official. You know, I don't, I don't know. This... This could be because the DC universe went so wrong. Wrong, yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, this may be one of those. Do you think that this could be like a Batman Begins scenario? It flies so far under the radar. Everyone's kind of like losing interest that maybe. they kind of get free reign again to do what they want, and maybe they have yeah. a shot of making it actually a decent movie. But I question, think you're right, and uh, forgive me, Phil. No, and no, I no. wanted, and the reason I'm gonna cut you off is because I want to agree with you is that I think that most people, in spite of the fact that a case can be made that over the last four movies, DC, uh, by all accounts, is three for four. With Wonder Woman being good, great, Justice League being terrible, people seem to like Aquaman, and people really seem to like Shazam. So, I think that Phil's right. I think people have disengaged from it. I don't think it matters. Phil, go ahead. What I was saying is, is this another sign that they're moving away from a completely shared universe? Because... I mean, Shazam was there's no definite connection to everything else, right? Uh, the new Joker movie coming out is not necessarily connected with everything else. Is this going to be a Batman that's not connected to the whole Batman versus Superman? That's what I world? think. That's what and I'm if, hearing. And then if that's the case, maybe that's the right move for them anyhow, maybe. because they wanted to remove themselves from the garbage that they made. Because again, like you said, the last few movies, I can only speak on Shazam, are are going in a more positive direction they're not great but they're not bad like you don't walk out go oh what did i just do and like i did with batman versus superman so oh, yeah. hold on you only have shazam to go you didn't are we gonna go back to this again you haven't seen, seen wonder, wonder, wonder woman no right. no i'm not even gonna you know bother. it's funny I, I just saw a list the other day of the list of dc cinematic universe movies and they keep leaving green lantern off of them like yeah because the other ones are so much better than green lantern. <laughs> yeah green lantern might have been better than batman versus superman. it is better than batman versus superman i will watch green lantern every day before i watch that movie Ooh, i don't know about every day well of course that'd be anyway hurtful. It, it's called a metaphor you idiot um all right now Phil, I'm interested to, what, to hear your thoughts on this, because I know you haven't been to Disneyland or Disney World, right? Am I right? Or has it been, it's been quite a while. Never? Never. Okay, so I recently have gone to uh, both parks, uh, only within the last five years. It was my first trip. And on today, May 30th, as we alluded to at the beginning, Star Wars has now its own theme park it's it's dedicated theme park within the confines of disneyland right it's not california adventure it's disneyland um it's in disneyland correct right. i don't know if you want to they're not going to call it a theme park they're well gonna, they're, they're going to call it a land and same in disney enough. world it's going to be in hollywood studios that's the park that when it opens it, at disney world in the fall correct okay and it's going to be star wars galaxy edge it's going to be the land all right so the theme park is the overall entire entirety of the park and yes. this is a land you okay. got it so what do we know about this thing tim and and, and, and disney world disney landed it, it officially opens to the public tomorrow may 31st and it opened for what its grand opening is today may 30th i thought the grand opening was tomorrow or, oh, well, you know all the dedications to... I gotcha, yeah. All yeah, right. You're right, okay. But so what, what, what happened today? Um, oh, I don't know exactly what happened. I'm sure they had the ceremony and everything. I did... A lot of videos are, are out right now. I didn't bother watching any 
kind of ribbon cutting ceremonies. I don't know if they like you know had Harrison Ford or Mark yes. Hamill or any Mark of those Hamill was there. there. Harrison Ford was there. Billy D. Williams is there. George Lucas was there. Okay, they had Chewbacca, um, and I'm, I think I saw the droids. They were there. Yeah, what I know. So the, they did the whole thing. Yeah, the thing I know the most is that I'm gonna cry when I go there. And you're 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 you're, you're talking about Disney <laughs> World, right? Uh, I'll probably most likely I will see it in at Disney World. Is right now it's looking like I'll probably get there in February. Okay, um, ah, right around it. for the big five O. Is that right? Um, is that when it is? It might. Uh, yeah. Your oh yeah. Five, you're yeah. you're right. You're right. It will be. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You got your own birthday yeah. there for a second. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking of Disney. Uh, I was thinking the 50th anniversary That's of Disney World. That's 71, right? Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, so, so it's be the following year. year. Yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah. Um, so I'm really looking for seeing the videos and seeing people actually in front of the Millennium Falcon looks crazy. Um, they, I watched, I like skimmed through some videos of them actually walking through the queue. And one of the great parts of the queue is... Um, you start walking and you get elevated and they have windows so you can actually get up close and look at the top of the falcon. Oh, wow. So you're getting some really good views of the falcon while you're waiting in line. That's cool. Um, and the way you enter the ship, it's not I, what I really would have lost my mind, but you're not going to. You don't go through the bottom landing. Uh, oh, you path. don't. They have, they have when you uh, ride, uh, they have you come in through the side like a side hatch but as soon as you get through that side i mean it's great it you're on the millennium fell you you i mean you darren you walk through there and you see the the chess table it's 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 it it is it and um they showed a a few clips of people you know going on there the cockpit holds six people they uh you know um, and it's rotating cockpits, right? From what I understand, it, you're not going to notice that. You're not going to know that. As far as like you yourself, you enter the Millennium Falcon. You're walking on the Millennium Falcon. Then you, while you're, you walk right up through the ship into the cockpit, and then they close the doors behind you. You take off. Now, from what I understand, while you're flying um, and doing your mission, that cockpit is rotating so another one can take its place hmm. um so the that's, next it's people yeah it's on like a yeah like a wheel so the next group can um board and uh make lines shorter yeah and somehow they're gonna have you exit the same way and when your ride's <clears throat> done you actually dock in that same and you come out the falcon the, you and you know that's how you leave i saw a little bit of footage all right of it while it's in there they say you can either the front two people could be pilot um you control uh one controls horizontal the other controls vertical um there's two gunners and then there's two engineers when things are going wrong now from what i've heard some people are saying like it's man it's a great experience but they said it's different depending on what you go in there for they said if you're the pilot you're really, you know, you're paying attention to everything that's going on and flying everything. They said, if you're like the gunner or the engineer, you're kind of almost paying attention to like when the controls light up and when you got to hit stuff. And that you're not getting the same experience as someone, you know, which kind of bugs me because I'm going to want to watch out 
the cockpit the whole time, right. you know, and see where things are going. So some people have been giving it actually. Uh, it's it's a great. They say it's really good, but they're not saying, "Oh my yeah, god." Some bugs to work out still. They're they're well. I don't even know that. Yeah, maybe they're not saying like this is the end all be all um, thing that I've ever done. Um, me just for the fact that I'm actually gonna go on the million falcon and maybe for me just for that alone whether the ride is great or not i don't know but i i think for me just i think the most emotional part for me is going to be walking up and actually seeing that thing large i mean not larger than life as big as life mm-hmm. you know the actual falcon. clearly that's the centerpiece of the star wars galaxy's edge right? that is the centerpiece right now um and that's going to be the only attra- there are two attractions for um galaxy's edge and the second one rise of the resistance is not going to be um it's not up and running yet so that's going to open at a later date Mm. for both parks from what i understand um from what i understand they're both built but i think they're what is rise of the resistance though i from what i understand you infiltrate um a first order base and I think it it might be I don't know if your rebels in there I don't know if you have to sabotage I don't know exactly but you're going through the base and I think at some point you're trying to escape and they built you know two full size ATATs and you know all right so it sounds like to me I, the only thing of all the hype that this thing's got I knew about the Millennium Falcon that's really all I know and I'm kind of like don't get me wrong. Sure. I want to see that thing as much as you do, and I'm excited for it. But I'm, I, I mean, that's the really other, seems to be the whole the, the hype is all surrounding that, and I don't know anything else. I'm, I'm so, with, can you quickly run us through what else are we going to see there? I mean, they have other ships. You're, they're going to have full scale X wing fighters there. Um, I believe I when you and they're kind of be kind of divided. Like it's one of those outside of Mike's place in camp. Yeah, that's true. I decided. It's not quite. Scary. Yeah. Um, they're going to have more of a first order side I and a resistance side. That it's mostly sequel trilogy, Star Wars. Almost it exclusively is. sequel trilogy. And from what I understand, that this Falcon ride takes place after um, The Last Jedi. Um, so, how do you feel about that? I'm, I don't care. Okay. You know, I, the fact that, it, to me, seeing the Falcon, going on the Falcon is going to trump all that for me and they uh, being at disney world and seeing uh they have stormtroopers walking around they're the first order stormtroopers yeah I know. i'm fine with that the kia soul stormtroopers <laughs> very good sure but they i have no problem with them in the parks i enjoy them in the parks um yeah it's not going to be original trilogy stuff um sorry how do to you say. feel about that i i don't think i'm not quite as burned by the sequel trilogy as much as you are like, I wasn't as big of a fan of Last Jedi, but I didn't think it ended my love of Star Wars at all. I'm still breathing a bit from Force Awakens. So, I'm okay with it. Um, I don't think that they... It would be a good move to ignore the original trilogy. Um, I, I'm assuming at some point they'll probably bring some stuff in overall. But, I mean, I understand why they would build it that way. Because, I mean, the main draw for Disney is... Uh, kind of the new generation of Star Wars fans, right? So you want to get all Agreed. those new people. And we were just uh, talking, uh, I was just listening to another podcast my way over here, actually, and they were discussing the fact that... Which podcast? Uh, hey Riddle Riddle. 
um, which is a riddle podcast, but they were talking about Star Wars, it just happens, and they were talking about the fact that if you talk to kids today, like, when they talk about, like, R2-D2, they're like, it's just a weird-looking BB-8, like, it's, they look at the Star Wars world completely differently than we do, and so I, I could see why Disney, and I mean, this is also Disney's Star Wars, so it makes sense that they're doing it this and th- way. This is a smart way to go, if I, if you ask me, because you're, you're talking, when you ask me, I'm talking... Boy, I'm nostalgic. I just want to see the Falcon. I want to see an X-Wing. I want to see a TIE fighter. That's going to get me to go there. Mm -hmm. And now you've done your job to get my generation in there. And now the the younger generation is going to be interested in all the things that Phil talked about, the the BB-8 and um, all the new characters. So they're doing a good job in my book in covering all generations. A couple other things that they're having. I want to say it's Docking Bay 54 is going to be a restaurant in there where they're going to have blue milk and they're going to have the green milk. Like, they actually created these things. And and the, I saw pictures of some of the dishes. They look really good. And they look kind of like almost from a different galaxy. But, uh, very well, well well done. Um, the other thing they're doing, they're going to have a droid factory there where you can build your own, own droid. I saw the inside uh, on a video where they have all these parts going by on a conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. Um, you're building a droid. It's only like maybe a you know foot and a half, maybe a couple feet high. But you essentially you're grabbing the body and you grab any head you want, or you know, and then the legs. And you actually go over then to a workstation where they have like these pull down electric screwdrivers. You're actually screwing this thing. You know, you're actually assembling this wow. thing. That'd be cool. Um, it, that looked kind of neat. Um, and the other thing I was really surprised that was more in depth than I thought it was going to be. Uh, was build your own lightsaber where they actually take a group of people um, into, for lack of a better thing, a, a room or whatever, a very Star Wars looking Tatooine type room. And you go through and the guy carries out like this canister of kyber crystals that are glowing and you pick your kyber crystal and you're actually assembling this thing. I, from what I understand, this thing costs like, you're paying like $200 to do this. It's, it's crazy. And the, um, and I guess they're saying that these parts are like, they're metal. Like, you know, they're not like, they don't feel like plasticky in that like it's those really expensive lightsabers that they sell correct yeah and you're you're assembling this thing and at the end you have this thing where um you insert it into this like the hilt of the lightsaber um on the side of the for lack of better thing uh explanation a covered table so to speak um and everyone does it at the same time and then they uh the tabletop kind of lifts and everyone raises their lightsabers they're like ignited all at the same time and the room's kind of dark and they're being lit by the lightsabers that, um, that everyone created mm. at the same time i gotta admit that was pretty clever ridiculously expensive but for it looks like they're giving you not only this saber you're it's, it seems like you're getting an experience with it mm-hmm. so all right i guess we'll see <laughs> um Hey guys, anything else? No, I I mean I I guess that's it. I mean I don't know if <clears throat> I my biggest concern is like is this thing hyped so much that it has no way to live up to the hype. I don't think that's going to be a problem for you. I think you're just you you're all you want is that Millennium Falcon and you're True. getting that. Yeah. 
So, I don't know. I, I still don't feel like I have a, quite a good sense of this thing. It's one of those things, you're going to have to see yeah. it. Uh, 14 acres. Wow, that's pretty big. That's big. All right. Yeah. All right, well, anything, Phil? Let's, should we move on here? Um. Oh, one other thing. Nice Little Old Republic TV show. Did you see that? I thought it was a movie. Is it a movie? It's, or, oh, or yeah. is it going to be a TV show? No, it's it's a movie. And, it a and from movie? what we understand, that may be the... What's his name? Director of The Last Jedi? Ryan Johnson? Yeah, that might be his movie. Now... Have you played it? Yes. I have not. I've got I it on my not. phone. I don't want spoilers. I hear there's a big Ooh, thing that happens. Good. And somehow in my entire life I've avoided this whatever spoiler. So you won't play the game going into the movies? I want to play the game. I, I would be f- think I'm going to give this a shot. I, and I said said as much uh, earlier uh, in the year about uh, it was one of our shows we did. We're, we're going to try something. I think that was one of the things I wanted to try. Um, all right, yeah. let's move on. Uh, all right. Thanks a lot. Uh, real quick. Uh, this is just a real quick hit here. We had a couple of things we couldn't let pass by, uh, later in the summer. We are, well, next month, actually, we are doing something we've been waiting to do for a very long time in advance of Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home. We're going to have our first ever Spider-Man special. And I know Phil, you have been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah. And then in uh, July, uh, on a personal note, we will be celebrating episode 100 of the panel scanners. Uh, We're hoping to be able to get out to the folks over at Carol and John's and do some stuff with them and get them on the show. Uh, Then in August, I have a little bit of a personal request of the two of you, uh, given that we just talked about Star Wars for a few minutes. Phil, you're right. Uh, Last Jedi did some damage, and I don't want it to have killed Star Wars. I'm hoping from the two of you, you'll be able to help me find my way back. Plus, I will have a retroactive review of Crisis on Infinite Earths um, in advance of the fall crossover between the Arrow shows. So that's what's coming on the panel scanners coming up over the next couple of months. And we uh, thank you if you've joined us so far. If not, please hit like, hit subscribe, and join us on down the road. Thanks a lot.